Welcome to Anyone. This is Tay Tay, and I appreciate y'all. Welcome, welcome. Uh, today, very excited to get uh, a, f- a longtime friend on the episode, a creative that I get to collaborate all the time uh, while I'm on the video side. He's a musical artist that represents Kansas City in a way that makes me super proud. Uh, that is Jamel Thompson, aka the Royal Chief. And, uh, you know, I get, get to pick his brain on, you know, making music now, what's changed since maybe we were growing up, um, what it's like to kind of like bootstrap that whole kind of thing, the creative life in general. We get into a little bit of Kanye, specifically the documentary came out, that three part documentary came out. So it's pretty interesting talking about what it's like at the, at the summit of like culture period, I guess. Um, and, uh, and just life in general, uh, this was fun as hell, but, uh, yeah, with that, we get into my chat with, uh, with Jamel. Anyone pod with the the Royal Chief, aka Jamel Thompson, aka yeah, yeah, yeah. Crooked Creek Legend. Yeah. So uh I appreciate you sitting down. Thank you. Come on, man. Uh yeah, for sure. You're this, my my longest tenured friend. We talked about this, I know, which <laughs> blows my mind. I just I just uh uh with like how our lives diverged as much as they did. Oh, right, right, right. And right, it right. comes to the kind of like with a lot of friends that I've had and all that kind of stuff, it it, it the fact that that's you know, it yeah. doesn't register. It doesn't yeah. register. Like you diverge and you somehow come back together years later. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, like it's a fucking honor too. Cause like, you know, all the people and all the different, uh, you must've come in contact with, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to say I'm touched in the most complicated, complicated way possible. I mean, for sure. I mean, I, same here. Cause here's the thing, you know, I'm always a person like I've always been a, I would, the people who, like I fuck with the most and the people I've been around people I know I always want to find every way to get them involved with what I'm doing or something that I can like help them succeed you know what I mean it, like there's anything that you do that works with what I, what I do like why not just do it together because I know you and I trust you and I fuck with you and vice versa you know what I'm saying as opposed to going to find somebody else and having to build a relationship and then to fucking find out later that you're a fucking bum and you ruined it yeah. so yeah, <laughs> I just much rather sure. Do it with people I rock with. Yeah. And I've appreciated that too, because I feel like we've grown a lot mm-hmm. and comfort matters a lot, I think. Oh, uh, oof, that's but, uh, biggest things. We could take those lessons for sure and start incorporating more and more people and understand what it is that works for us. And I feel like that'll, that'll help for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I do, I do and have done video. And what is it? that preoccupies a lot of your creative life for the people who, for the people who are being introduced to Jamel Thompson. Uh, let us know. Yes. Yes. The Royal chief. I'm a rapper, recording artist, songwriter. I wish I was a singer. Not quite. Um, maybe one day, uh, but yes, music, music producer, music takes nice. most of my creative juices. For sure. And, um, I feel like, uh, there's when you have friends who are doing creative stuff, mm-hmm. 
you'll support him no matter what, right? So like, I mean, unless it's trash. No, you will support him <laughs> even though it's trash. But the thing is, like, the way that the way that I the way yeah yeah. The, the, but the, but in my in my point though is that like it it's. It, when when it's not only that like it's somebody that you care about, but mm-hmm. the what the work stands for itself, it also it creates like this evangelical evangelical kind of like I almost kind of like connected to like this is gonna be a super sloppy comparison, but like with like Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff. Some okay. people some people think it's legitimately like a good thing for the world. Mm-hmm. Plus on top of that, it'll like better themselves. So like when you got those two things going together, you all of a sudden become this like motherfuckers can't stop talking about Bitcoin. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, like but sure. like but like whenever I talk about you, it's not it's you know I would I would pitch you regardless, but it feels good that I'm pitching something that's like of quality. So like, no, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So yeah, like yeah, it's, course, it's, it's uh I just wanted to like some way to kind of convey to the listeners that like. Um, you know, um, you make me proud and you make Kansas City proud because the music, because the music is like, the music is Thank you so much. incredible. And it's, it's, uh, Appreciate that, though. yeah, it feels like it's coming from, I don't know, it's coming from somewhere deep, but like it, you know, obviously it's music, so it's got to sound good. It can't right, just, right, it right. can't just be like philosophy teacher up there just fucking musing. But anyways, I'm done. I'm done talking. I hear, it's, it's always just funny because like, you know, you hear stuff like that and you're like, there's a few thoughts. I was like, damn, nigga, I feel like I could be so much better. It's not this. You know what I'm saying? You're going like down yourself and that like, it's crazy that you feel that way because I feel like this is not even like, I feel like I'm not good enough. So, you know, there's, there's always like that thought or the little bit of self-doubt, which, you know, maybe necessary. I don't know. Maybe for some people it's not, but that's kind of me like, oh man, I appreciate all that love. But like, I just got so much better I can do. And like, yeah. You know, you wonder if it's like, is it really that deep? Is it in depth? Is like that coming across? That's what it is. It's like, is that coming across? I, I never know. Like, I always feel like I'm not like deep enough. It's, 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 you overthink it. It's not, it's not coming across. I'm going to tell you that right now. Cause in the conversations we've had of some of the kind of wordplay and like things that you're alluding to mm-hmm. that, like, I'm just like, it's not even closely registering to me. Oh, so there's like, there's like, yeah, that. there's folds and depths and stuff like there that, that I'm not even like tapped into and we've had more or less the same upbringing so like it's it's kind of interesting to, to hear you say that like you know maybe there's some artists out there that can like an artist artist like a Kendrick mm-hmm. who will make you go wild and stuff like that sure, and you're like sure. you're like man I want to I want to do that like my yes, like yes, you yes. know my shit like I fucking uh uh it's hard for me to enjoy anything because I'm over here looking at Danny <laughs> and shit like that yeah. like I'm like man the, the fuck so like it's it's uh it's tough but um and I'm not good at hearing it, but I'm really good at giving it. So like, mm, <laughs> I feel you. I feel that. Um, but um, are you right now? It is March of 2022, early March. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us maybe what you just got out of creatively and what you are looking forward to creatively. Um, I, I guess I wouldn't say I like got out of anything. I mean, yeah, like, like, like the last thing I yeah, put just out or, wrapped up. Yeah. Just got out of, just got done with or, or. um, so I guess I'm, I'm thinking about it on like the macro level on, on the micro level, we just put out a new single. So I just, just put out a new song, um, called what you started. We're promoting that right now. Um, but it's always like an ongoing thing. So, you know, we just just did a photo shoot a couple of days ago for that promotional shoot, did some more promotional shoots earlier. We've been working on the video, um, we're working on the lyric video for it now, um, working on the follow up singles. There's like four or five of those. So it's, it's 
working on cover arts for those. Like I said, promotional shoots, music videos. Um, I could go like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like so, so much. Like I got shows coming up, so yeah. there's like hella shit in between. And um, for and for you know the the audience and stuff like that, I feel like you hear like a single release and you don't really realize all the stuff that maybe goes into mm-hmm. into it. But like, what would you say is the number one goal? And maybe this number one goal way of talking about it is not even right. Like, is it, is it just let's just try to get this song in front of as many people as possible? Or is it still keeping in mind the artist and trying to make sure that people understand where it came from, too? Or like- So, and this is not a catch-all. This is specific to me. Because I think a lot of people speak about that stuff in, like, catch-alls. Like, this is what everybody would do in this position. For me, this single is just a building block. You know what I'm saying? It's just a break towards, you know, the bigger picture, which is obviously like becoming an established art, artist, um, you know, living off my music like that. That's the level I'm trying to get. You know, you're trying to get to like ideally the Kanye's, Jay-Z's, like that, that type of level. But like this, these are just like the small in-between bricks. So like releasing the singles is just being consistent. You know, it's the first step of being consistent is putting out some work. Because like I said, in the past, you know, I get into that whole, oh, I got to think this through and it's got to be this and that and the other and you end up not doing nothing. Yeah. So for me, this is just yeah. laying a brick, um, putting out music and just promoting that. And like I said, ideally, you know, you want to, you want to get it to as many as people as possible. Um, but you also recognize like that's not, that's the goal, but that's not a, uh, that's not like a timed thing. I think that's to be like, you want to get to as many people as possible, but that could be as many people as possible. Like what, what is that number? Is that a million people? Is that a billion people? And then like, if that number is a million people, you may not hit that number next week. You know what I'm saying? That may be later down the line or you realize like the way to get this to the million people is to release another single and promote that. You know what I'm saying? Consistently build your way up to those million people. And it, it requires putting out another song and then you got your back catalog that people can come revisit and eventually we'll get to those million. But yeah. this song by itself isn't going to get us to that million. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, um, I can already feel my mind pulling me into some, sh- into some like weird directions, but like, I remember, fine, we're here. I remember hearing recently about how like, uh, it's kind of like a version of like, when you can't measure what matters, you make what you can measure matter. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, and it's not really a hundred percent interest, like, a you know, uh, Related to what you were saying, but, um, you know, we know that GPA doesn't like completely capture what it means to be a student and what real growth means. It's just, you know, were, were you able to accomplish these like, you know, easily captured metrics for the government, for the facility, for the institution? And, you know, who knows? Like, I mean, it, it's it's I thought it was pretty interesting that like 10 people could have like a connection to my brother's keeper that is so deep, mm-hmm. but it's just 10 plays. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, maybe it's more, more, but like yeah, those plays yeah, yeah. are the same as these 10 plays. Right, like that's right. all it is. And it's kind of interesting how like my immediate question to you is like, is it to get this as many? And like all of a sudden I value the same thing that is easily transferable and like can fit on a balance sheet, but it's not necessarily, I just find that kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes beyond that. Right. Because like, like, yes, like from the numbers sense, it's just a play, but like those 10 people who really fucked with it, yeah. are going to be more inclined to press play on everything else. Yes. And then not even beyond that, they're going to be more inclined to share it to everybody else or to become invested or want to support it or find a way to support everything you do. You know what I'm saying? Because you connect with them on a certain level. So like 
those 10 plays are definitely more valuable than the other 10 plays who may just be people who either didn't like it or they just kind of popped up or whatever. Like, and it looks like we just come back to like the same thing that we always, I always come back to. Yeah. It's the, it's the same thing I always come back to. And that's that, uh, people. It's just the, the only thing that's ever mattered is people. So like right. what you're really trying to do is build a community. Of course. Yeah. 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 That's, so that's the thing. And that lifestyle that you were trying to say about like, and I think you've heard you say this before about like music's middle class and like mm-hmm. the ability to be able to support property ownership of family and all that kind of stuff yeah. through music is, uh, is, uh, an incredible achievement. And, uh, uh, the only way you do that is you, if, if you build, build a community it's not necessarily yeah. yeah it's not it's not like a single by single or like metric based maybe it, all that stuff is involved but like how do you get that kind of connection with a person that understands that you know you're interested in providing value as much as you are is you know just trying to like skim something from from an art or industry or something like that and, for sure because uh, we're all just trying to connect to something right yeah like that's how we find our the people we fuck with or whatever you know our communities or whatever like what do I relate to? Yeah. And then once you figure out, okay, I relate to this. Now I'm ready to get invested into this because I, I fuck with it so heavy or, you know, I mm-hmm. fuck with this person or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah, that's the end all. You're, you're just using it as, like I said, the single is just a brick to help build the community. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and you did a little. And the middle class, well, the middle class thing. That's, yeah. that's, it's, that's good. That's what music is now. Like it ain't, I'm going to say it's not like big superstars, but like with the way the internet has changed and the way like the world is and stuff, like you're going to see way more kind of the middle-class musicians as opposed to just straight out big superstars like you've seen in the past. And the fact that that could be facilitated on really terrible economics through Spotify is actually pretty incredible. So like, yeah. you know, the future is only brighter because it, it's only a matter of time. You can kind of see the backlash with artists recently. I think I think a lot of the nonsense with with Joe Rogan and Spotify and the stuff recently mm-hmm. had a little bit as much to do with the terrible economics artists have to deal with on Spotify. They're For just sure. they're just ready to fucking spit on Spotify. Yeah, they're yeah. just ready to like so like it's the fact that that's even a possibility now. Uh, I feel like in the future, especially with blockchain technology coming out and everything like that, I think a platform is coming. And I've seen some some attempts at it where where that that could be facilitated uh, to a greater degree. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, and it's actually um, even more interesting how like uh, and I've seen this in video how like the platform will actually like shape the way the content's even created. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And the decisions you made recently, because like yeah, twelve song albums don't even make sense anymore from what I've heard from you. Um. Well, so it it kind of depends. Like you'll see a lot of people because they're trying to maximize streams, so they make twenty song albums, right? Mm. Um, so you see like a bunch of big, like, I was like, Drake did that. He's done that. You got the double disc. Chris Brown had that 46 track album. So you have guys who like, Jesus you're trying to, Christ, I'm nuts. yeah, like you have a lot of guys who will like be trying to put 20 songs on the album because what's that going to do? It's going to give you more streams because people are streaming it more. Right. Uh, so like, that's their key. Or you, you, um, you know, you may break it down into, into pieces to, to, to kind of get your stream. Cause you want to have consistency. Cause like, obviously um, you put an album out, it's gonna take you time to make another album. Depending on who you are, you know, it depends on kind of how you work. Like if you if you if you got like mm. the 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 popcorn, easy listable music that's not that's easy to make, and you know you just following the trends or whatever, it may not be hard for you to oh, put a bunch okay. of music. But you know, like if you're if you're really serious about the art and shit, like 
Look at the Kendricks and Coles. It's going to take them niggas time to really like f- develop ideas and come up with this shit because this is like, nigga, I got to go live life to come up with this. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not just feeding you regurgitated shit or just, like I said, mm-hmm. following the trend. Like, no, my, my shit is like my life. So mm-hmm. I have to go live life to come back and give you these stories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, niggas like that, it's going to take time. Um, and granted, you know, those guys, they they come from a different era. Like, they they were birthed in the blog era. And that's, that's a decade ago. It's a lot different than it is today. Um, so like for a guy like me, you know, like kind of breaking my stuff down into singles, um, allows me to be a little bit more consistent with my output singles and EPs and allows me to be more consistent with my output, which helps in this, this, um, attention deficit generation time period that we're living in. And, and not as much supported through the ability to not only because of COVID, but be able to do live performances and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like Kendrick and the bigger people, like they can put out something like one project every two years or something like that yeah, yeah. just live off of that for fucking two years just for performing sure. and all that kind of performing, stuff performing and then their fan base is so like it's like like i said you came from the blog era when it was you know you, you've, you've got a fan base that you've had for over 12 mm. years like you look at i think kendrick came his first well taking his first album was section 80 but his his first big commercial album was good kid mad city that came out in 2012 mm. j cole was it 2010 you know uh, uh i'm pretty sure friday night lights Okay. Was like 2009, so his first time had to be 2010, somewhere around there. But you, like, what do you think has changed? You you call it the blog era? What yeah, do, I mean, just think? like, like that was when niggas was still buying albums. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it wasn't like we had streaming services, but it was early. It wasn't what it is now. Like, uh-huh. like I said, people were still going to the, like I bought J Cole's first album like on disc. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like Drake's first album was still you still buying those on disc. Yeah. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I went and bought that, went to the store and bought that. So you were still buying albums mm-hmm. and having a CD was still a thing. Like yeah. we weren't streaming off the phone and stuff yeah. like that just yet. So <clears throat> it wasn't about the streams. You know, now it's oh, we all got the stream players. So you know, you, you kind of lose that that the whole physical portion of it. Like it's like I got millions and millions of songs right here on my phone and I just pay ten dollars a month. The it's actually pretty interesting because like the the I guess the threshold for it's more of an active thing. You have to go to a location and get that physical CD. So like, you know, if you're doing that, you're not just like clicking two buttons on a Spotify playlist yeah. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So like it's yeah, yeah. it's it's you're it's a little bit of a commitment to be a part of whatever it is they're creating back in 2010, but like, probably less so now. But yeah, but even beyond that, like you had to really be a fan. Cause here's the thing, like back then I'm going to spend my heart on money on this. Like if I go buy J. Cole's first album, yeah. I'm just going just for these specifics. Yeah. I'm about to go spend $10 and I'm only getting these 17 songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to really fuck with this dude to just go spend my money on this one album. Cause I'm going to be listening to all I'm going to be listening to really is this album. You know what I mean? Whereas with the streaming, it's like you weren't buying back then. You weren't buying the album to test it out. You weren't test driving the album. No. Like, no, I'm buying no. this album to keep like no. now. Like you might just go check some shit out. You don't even fuck with the artist. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you heard people say, Oh, this is a good joint. Okay, I'll go listen to it. And you listen to the whole album and you didn't like it. But all that stream counted as an album sale for dude. Whereas mm-hmm. back in the day, like you weren't gonna go buy that album. Like nah. you have to be fully sold on the artist to go buy the album back yeah. in the day. And it's it's the implications. Back in that. the day, I feel like old old motherfucker. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> And the fact, that they, years ago. the fact that they didn't even register to me shows that I'm like, I'm ready to fucking say thing with you. But uh, uh, yes, 10 years ago, you had to really fuck with somebody to go listen to the album, buy the album and really feed into it. Now everybody has access to it. So you, it's not the same commitment. Yeah. Um, 
And it's devalued uh, because of that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure some somebody out there has got like some really smart piece and okay. really Facts. interesting thing about like what the implications of that are. Because like, it, you know, having access to a lot more people, I've come in contact with a lot of dope producers, not necessarily artists, but dope producers, like incredible. I'm an editor, so like I'm mm-hmm. less into the vocals and I'm always like trying to find these instrumentals and stuff like that. But at the same time, the depth of the connection is probably not as much there because, you know, it's just like a left-handed click and I'm not having to drive somewhere and like, you know, find out that it's not there and come back the next day and then get it. And then, you know, uh, have to have some hardware specifically dedicated to this fucking thing so I can play it and all that kind of stuff. So like, uh, I wonder if the depth of the connection is just, you know, that's just, I mean, you hear this stuff, you hear this stuff all the time. Like, you know, Steve Harvey has that joke about how like, uh, when a song came on, like you would, like you enjoyed the hell out of it. Cause you didn't know when it was going to come on again. Cause it was on the radio, but like, yeah, now, yeah. now you just have access to the fucking shit all the fucking time. All the time. I'll beat a song. Like a song will feel old after 72 hours. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like a song will legitimately like, I, I, I watched the Nas doc not, not too long ago and there was some MC search song on there that I thought was super dope. And yeah. I'd never heard it before in my life. It's like 17 year old Nas. And, uh, uh, I'm not listening to it anymore. <laughs> like I've, yeah, I, it's, yeah. that's like all I was listening to for the past four days, and yeah. I probably won't listen to that song ever again. So like, uh, no, that, I, the I world has it. changed. It's, it's changed, dog. And like that's that's part of it too. Like you even think, you know, it's time Steve Harvey talking about like them dudes will get on there and one they got full bands and they're making music. Them just dudes was having jam sessions and they they make a seven eight minute long song. Hmm. People would never listen to a seven eight minute long <laughs> song now. They don't they don't they don't have it in them to do that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You can make one, but they're just, oh, the, the words are going. I'm not just good. Just listen to instrumental. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's almost like a niche thing now where like, no, fam, they used to really sit down and listen to the band playing that shit out. Like, nah, not no more. And that's the, uh, earlier I made a comment about how maybe 12 album songs or 12 song albums don't make any sense, but that's actually not the case. Uh, Cause it's, it's actually more, more songs means, I mean, uh, means more strings, but what, what it probably really has changed is the fact that like, you don't want to keep somebody captive on a song for too long. So anything over what, what would you say? Like three minutes just seems yeah. kind of like fiscally irresponsible at this point. Yeah. A lot of like, it's, like I said, that's like a super almost niche thing. Like people got to really fuck with music and <laughs> just, you almost got to sit people down and get them out of that space. Like, fam, get off your phone. Like, you know, how much, how much music do you listen to passively now? Like, I'm not even really listening to this. I remember buying an album and sitting down and like, I'm in the car, I'm sitting down, we got the homies and we are oh, listening to this album. Yeah, that's all we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't now done like, that in a long time. I think I think it might have been Good Kid, Mad City, because that yeah. felt like a movie. I remember like the yeah. interludes and stuff like that. I remember I legitimately that this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And I haven't done that for a long time. That was It was probably the last time like I really did that. Uh, I've, I've probably done it a couple of times recently. But yeah. like that used to just be a thing with me. Like, with, like some artists come out. Like I was like, okay, cool. I remember the last the the, the time I realized it changed was when Tapimba Butterfly came out. And usually, like I was like, hey, y'all, we about to all link up and listen to this album. And like I sat down and listened to it by myself because wasn't nobody really just trying to like come in there and really listen <laughs> to it with me. And I was just like, that's when I was like, okay, this is it's yeah. not the same no more. Like. Like I said, it used to be niggas go get that copy of the album and we all about to like sit here and really digest this album right uh, now. Like niggas ain't just digesting the albums no more. And I would, I would like legitimately, uh, I've been so honed in on like a lot of bullshit recently in my life. And I feel like finding a group where I could kind of like, like really dig into some shit that I'm really into and hive mind it. Cause yeah. like different points of views is how you really like uncover some stuff. Like that's incredible. Yeah. I don't think I've ever like did a, 
sit down or like dissection of anything really except for like a handful of things maybe like you know star wars or something like that yeah yeah yeah. and that shit is fun as hell i couldn't imagine doing that with some music like that's yeah. that's, not like, that's why i like movies that's why i like going to the theater like everybody's in the streaming i'm a i'm a theater guy like i like the whole experience like dude i want to go in there i want to fucking i want y'all to rate me with the prices on this food <laughs> i want y'all to charge me 12 dollars for this hot dog these nachos I'm here for the whole experience. Like people, people be saying that shit. Like, damn, I can't believe you know what I'm saying. Why didn't you just eat before you came? Like, no, I want to pay fucking twelve dollars for that box of Reese's. I'm, like, a, I'm, I want the whole experience. I'm, bro. I'm probably counterintuitive about this, and it's like I'm, I, you know, it's like the cliche thing. I work in video and I work in the visual yeah. medium, so like that should be like the pinnacle of everything for me. <laughs> yeah. And I love theaters, but I hate no, no. How do I say this? I love movies, but I hate theaters. Yeah. I can't do it. Like I, I like it's <laughs> price wise. Like I'm just naturally cheap. Okay, but like, you. but on top of that, people just can't be trusted to shut the hell up. So like, I just can't. It's just not something yeah. I enjoy as much anymore. And it's it's like it's good that you and I know like this was like a big thing with C with the doc with the doc we did recently. He was right. talking about how much the theater experience has changed and how much he really wants to bring that back. And it's yeah. you know there is something to the group experience that like can't be matched, but. That yeah. that's true, and see, I'm I'm more of like, like I'm cool going to see the movie, like a brand new, you know, premiere or whatever, and there's a bunch of people in there. But I'm like, no, I'm showing up to the theater at like 1 p.m. on a Thursday or a Wednesday, and like nobody's here but me, there and I'm go. going Perfect. to go watch this. Like, that's how I saw the Batman recently. Exactly. IMAX, okay, it's Thursday at exactly. fucking. I think I went at like 3 p.m. Let's go, and there's like nobody here. There's like there may have been 12 of us in there. Like cool, Perfect. like this bitch is empty. Like that's really how. Like I want to pull up to the theater. Like this is my crib. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Now, if I'm going to see like a big old Marvel movie or one of big ass, like I want some of the homies with me because we're all gonna be in on it. Yes, like I like that. Like I enjoy you know the the energy of everybody else. But a majority of the time, I'm pulling up on the bitch Tuesday, and motherfucking one thirty five p.m. showing, and it's and it's like me and maybe one other person in there. Yeah, and the spect and the spectacles get more. Yeah, for sure. Like it's it's you know Avengers. It's you know spoiler alert, but like you know the <laughs> Thor's alert. Thor's hammer getting yeah, caught yeah, yeah. and like Thor landing in exactly. and what kind of all that kind of stuff. Like that stuff is just like it's you know the people, the people make it as much as the actual moment and all For that sure. kind of stuff. So it's like, the experience. It's, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked with how, you know, the lack of sentimentality I have for movie theaters and how, how much they're being like, you know, absolutely like, you know, uh, deserted, I guess, during COVID. Yeah. 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 But, um, and, the, and recently, I don't know how much we want to get into this because I feel like a lot of people like you, but we don't have to get into this. But, <laughs> but uh, the most recent movie I think you just said that you saw was the Batman, man, the and, Batman, dog. and Big Rob, uh, Rob Pat, and uh, you, you, you enjoyed it, but like the, the degree to which you enjoyed it is kind of like shocking to me. Yeah, man, it's, it's up there with the Dark Knight for me, man. And it's up there with the Dark Knight, dog. It's up. It, that's high praise. I have not seen it myself. I saw that it was three hours long, and I. I refused. I feel like I'm going to regret a lot of this in the future, but I'm going to say it anyways. Like three hours was just, I just can't, I just can't do it. I've I, like, I've, I've actually walked out of more movies than I've sat through. You told in me the that. Past. There's a few movies like, you just said. I, I just, to walk like, out. I'm, I'm not like it's, and it's not, I don't, I'm not doing, it's like a legitimate, I don't know what it is. Like you really got to, I could Netflix has just changed things. You got to give me a reason to stick around. Mm -hmm. I like, and I, I sat down and, um, um, what was the most recent the Cohen Brothers movie with Denzel? 
Um, it's the Shakespearean, ha- not Hamlet, but like. Oh, the one who's the, uh, what is that? I'm not sure what the name is. I haven't it seen is. it yet, but I know what you. But it came on and. Is it Ham- Hamilton? No, it's not Hamilton, but uh, um, it came on and. Macbeth? There's no, Macbeth sounds right. And there's no, they did not modernize the text whatsoever. So it's 100% Shakespearean language. And oh. It sounds like it's Latin and there's no subtitles. And immediately I just like, I was like, this is just not for me. And no. I walked, and I walked out of it and it looked, it looked visually like super interesting and it's the Coen brothers, but like something about them just feels like they're not interested in being accessible. And that bothers me. Mm. Like, are you not here to communicate something or is this just a you project? Yeah. 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 And it just, it just like, and, and part of it is just like me not being sophisticated enough to watch it. So like I resent shit that I can't understand. So like, it's part of it is my is that, is that sophisticated? I don't feel like that's sophisticated, man. It's 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 like, on, it's on, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean like 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 if I go make a crazy ass jazz album that's just mad jazzy, right? I'm that, not unsophisticated. That's just super I just made a super niche thing. And it, like it's super specific. I guess we would have to find out. And this is actually, you know. Because I almost feel like when you're saying you're not sophisticated, you're almost saying like you're uncultured or something. It's like, no, you just made a super specific thing that's not accessible to everybody. You have to like this particularly for it to be enjoyed. And it's this is actually something I want to keep doing more whenever we come across a word that I'm not 100 percent sure. And that may be. I have I have a grasp on. I want to make sure sophisticated I, I, and I feel like maybe that's that's probably me like I, f- I always feel like that's used as a term to call a motherfucker dumb <laughs> that's how I always feel like oh you're not sophisticated like that's how I feel like that's so that's why I'm giving you pushback because I feel like you're not not sophisticated these motherfuckers it's, just made a super specific it, fucking it, and movie. the thing is that like, that's what I'm saying like I kind of want to share the blame a little bit I feel like if I put too much of the blame on them like yeah. I, something about that just doesn't feel feel right but I, I like I have a little resentment for it and right here it says okay so we have the word of the day sophisticated <laughs> all right uh the first definition is deprived of native or original simplicity don't know what that that's that actually makes me more confused highly complicated or developed having a refined knowledge of the ways of the world cultivated especially through wide experience but i would actually argue that that was a very narrow point of view of the world mm-hmm. and completely shut me off from it yeah. and i feel like maybe you know, I wonder how many people sat because they just paid for it and maybe they just don't want to, I don't know, like it's, it's Denzel, man. just intellectually, intellectually bullied into it. Cause you feel like, you know, this is, you're not going to, I don't know, yeah. but it's, it's something about it. Just, just bothered me, but we're getting into it and we're digressing, but like, uh, the message matters. The presentation matters. Excuse me. The, the, the it's, it almost makes me question the intent. So like, you know, uh, we talk about this all the time. Like, you know, the mainstream has a certain, certain, like, I think you were talking about like how Marvel movies are super and you were doing it in this smug kind of way that like mainstream mainstream definitely has a negative connotation. Marvel movies are digestible. And apparently like that has like a negative connotation and it's mainly like maybe mainly from artists. We have something about that. But at the same time, like I kind of the I don't know, the older I get, the more I resent like me projects instead of like we projects. So Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like that something about Macbeth felt like a prestige 
not for everybody and we're not even going to try to hide it. And I actually respect the, 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 like how hard they went into it. Yeah. They didn't even try to make it like, if this is not for you, you're not going to enjoy it. But if this is for you, you're going to have a deep experience. So like maybe there's yeah. some respect there. There's no pretense whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, it by it, that, that stuff yeah. bothers me. Like you gotta, I, it's all to communicate a thing. I would think. But yeah. But, and, and I give them some credit cause that's the thing too. When you're, when you're dealing with like a time period thing, it's like how accurate to the time do you want to go? And, Cause I feel like that's a time period thing, right? Yeah. So it is, yeah, it is a period piece. So you like, you're a prisoner to some degree, but like, you know, um, uh, you're showing it in 2022. Like, yeah. What are we doing here? Like you're bringing yeah. it to today for a reason. I would think either you feel like it's relevant uh, you feel like it, it's it's necessary because it's like this isn't a photo. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like you know we're not we're not. This is you're bringing a lot of money and effort to bear on this because you think that this is something that that'll be uh, useful. Hopefully, because mm-hmm. like I've come across a recent definition of story that was like it's equipment for life. So you're trying to give people a con- condensed kind of say like you're trying to condense all the time and space. Yeah, and put a series of events that like bear some sort of like knowledge or understanding of the world that helps you or informs you about the world or yourself or other people or relationships or something like that. And I walked out. (laughs) So that was not the case, at least for me, but uh, I get it. And like I said, I guess that's why I just feel like sometimes it's just a super niche thing. Yeah. It's like that with me from musicians, right? Cause I, I got a backing band. And so like these guys are musicians. And so there's a lot of things that they find super cool and dope. Yeah. That I'd be like, that's not going to go over because like, for instance, you know, like I'm a rapper. Y'all can't be doing a bunch of super crazy shit while I'm in the middle of rapping mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's not going to resonate with you unless you're a musician and you're looking for that and you're really aware of that. And that's what you come here for. So if you're doing all that stuff, while I'm in the middle of rapping, it's just going to take away. Like people gonna be like, ah, I just felt like it was so much going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like, you can only appreciate a lot of that stuff if you're truly a real like musician. Direct, so, directing attention is a big thing yeah. on, on my end as well. Like it's kind of there. It's almost about as much as what you're not doing as much as what you're doing. So like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it will be, um, you know, I've got some vague theoretical ideas, but like, I think of beauty as like, you know, easily being able to know like where you're supposed to look. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's, it's, it's really interesting that you say like being able to clearly understand what it is that you know, or direct their attention towards what exactly what you want and not have it conflicting on a frequency level or whatever with the actual yeah. surface vocals is actually super interesting too. Yeah. And that's, like I said, there, there are times when you may get out of that. Like we, we keep it at Kendrick, like you go to, to Pimp a Butterfly and there's a lot going on with like the instrumentals on that, you know, that, but I mean, that's him, you know, you're playing into the jazz and stuff like that. And you're going for something that's a little more niche and it's not going to be as easily uh, listenable as everything else. You know what I'm saying? Good Kid, Bad City is. It's not gonna be easy, easy on the listener like that. And so, so for some people, that's just too much. But I ain't just gonna say like, oh, they're not sophisticated enough for this music. Like, no, some people just don't like that much musicality in their music mm-hmm. because that can be a lot. It can be abrasive, and it's like, you know, you got to really be into that to take that in. Yeah, and it's um... like, and people, and that's the thing. Like, you can understand the subject, man. Like, I can understand what he's rapping about, but I just didn't like the presentation of it. Yeah. You know, but like me, I think it's amazing. And and to me, honestly, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting because like sometimes you have those artists who are like, you know, oriented towards just the audience and maybe have no respect within the artist community. And then you have mm-hmm. artists who have a lot of respect in the artist community and have no visibility whatsoever with the audience. Yeah. But like, 
the names that we keep coming on and the names that we've already uh, mentioned, Kendrick, I mentioned Danny Boyle, like these kind of people who still find a way to be like an artist, artist, but at the same time, I found a way to like captivate audiences. Yeah. And that's like that magic. That's like, how do you do that? The balance, man. Like, because it matters to us. Like the the opinions of our peers matters, but obviously economically and on top of that, we're trying to create stuff. So we want the most amount of people to come in contact Mm -hmm. with it. So that matters too. But like, how do you converge that? Yeah, yeah. Just finding like the balance, and then some people are just like know how to do it, or you know, you you trial and error, and you tweak, and you play with it until you just figure it out, or you feel like you see, you make it a metaphor, just something that people can understand. Yeah, and it's um, and it's honestly, it's uh, I wonder what matters more to me. I feel like the opinion of my peers matters more to me than like yeah. It's kind of fucked up to say, but like, uh, no, that's not like, be, that's I fine. Be more oriented towards that, but like, uh, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's, 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 I wonder if there's this thing in like life where you just like, you value the thing that you don't necessarily have. Like, I feel like a majority of people who come in contact with my stuff generally like it. So like, I'm less interested in that. So like, I'm yeah. really just trying to like, how do I make the motherfuckers that I'm impressed with impressed with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, so like maybe it's the opposite. Maybe people who are able to like on a craft level, just like, you know, just absolutely blow away their peers, but like nobody's listening to them. So that's like all yeah. they're hell done to them. So like, I wonder if that's, that's definitely thing. like, I think that's definitely because then it's like, yeah, I'm just killing it on this commercial level, but like nobody's showing me love in this other realm. And it's like, damn, you know, like. <sighs> Why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a um, Will I Am. Will I Am had that whole thing of like, upset that like they weren't considered black music or he wasn't like loved in that space. And it's just like, Will I Am, you don't make music in that space. You know what I'm saying? You don't make music that resonates in that space. And so it's kind of like, you know, if the, what you're making doesn't resonate in that space, it's not going to have success in that space. And that's fine. Like, if you want to be active in that space, yeah. fucking. Tweak your shit to, to work in that space, but understand like it's it's balanced. Like you're gonna give up something. It's you know true. what I mean? Like you're if you if you wanna be in that space, you gotta do what they like. And that may not be good for, you know, your audience that you have. Yeah. It may not work with the the masses. A lot of us have to make that choice, but some special ones don't make that choice. And I wonder how that happens. Like Denny Villeneuve, he's somebody who make his collaborators feel like they're really elevating the craft or they're yeah. really doing something profound. Yeah. And it's doing, it's doing, I mean, I love people. Dune, yeah, I yeah. love doing, I've read like, it's incredible, but like, it's like, you know, sometimes I'm like, he, he's, he, he, he can give his collaborators that sense, but at the same time, like it's, you know, I'm a simpleton and I'm like, just, just, and it's just, just incredible. It's incredible, incredible fucking movie. Yeah. Just on, and it's all right on a just basic, you know, having, you know, uh, action, suspense, uh, uh, mystery, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, it's, um, and Kendrick's like one of those people too. Like, I feel like artists like really like are, are drawn to him, but at the same time, like, he's Kendrick, like, he's at the Super Bowl halftime show. So, like, mm-hmm. he's found that, he's found that way. And those guys are special. Another guy who might be special like that, I got to talk to another artist to figure this out, is one Kanye West. Oh, I mean, of course. Like, Kanye West. I say Kanye might be the most special out of all of them. So, you know what I'm saying? So like, oh, he's be on some nut shit. From, from from an artist's point of view, is it is it true that like he, you know, you you not only can you not tell the story of music without him, but like on a craft level, he really legitimately is just like you could probably write a book just on him on a craft level. Um, for sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely, just like as a as a music, you know, artist for sure. Yeah, you, you like he's, you know, he's. Changed a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially when you just talk about hip hop. Like, I mean, this dude 
you know, he took took you out of the uh, the the gangster rap era. Like he's the one who ushered in most of the, the big names you see today. Um, at least the big the big guys of the past decade. You know what I'm saying? He kind of made the uh, the normal middle class rapper like a thing, which oh. is the most common. Like that's interesting. Middle class, probably the biggest class in America, right? Uh-huh. And so, like, yeah, that's the, okay. You're talking about just in general, like, just in, in general, yeah, 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 like middle yeah, class probably, like, is middle America. class is America, class, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, Kanye is just like a middle class rapper. Oh, meaning meaning uh, in quality. No, no, no. I'm talking about like literally, like. What Kanye is like the pinnacle of music, isn't he? Like yes, no, no, no. I'm talking about like in real life, he was like just a middle class guy. Yeah, like he wasn't poverty stricken. He wasn't gang banging. Oh, like that's what I mean. Like I see. What like he's saying. like your. He was like your everyday guy. Like yeah. how you're normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like he he was just a middle class yeah. guy. Yeah. And so that's what I mean. Like you look at like the Drakes, the J Cole. You know what I'm yeah. saying? A lot of those guys were like middle class. You might have. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We all might have. You know, been in the hood. Bit, you might struggle like, a little bit, but you weren't yeah. just. You know, you have your outliers who are like really yeah. just out there, just yeah. bad, bad. Yeah. Like yeah. those guys weren't out there, just bad, bad. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Macklemore, no, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, uh, but like you know, those guys are like the guys who are more in the art and like not necessarily the streets. You know what I'm saying? Guys like that who are in the fashion and shit like that. Like that's kind of kind of ushered in those guys who, yeah, we might be from the hood, but we're not really like hood. People, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And you know I, what I'm saying? I hadn't, uh, I hadn't thought about it like that. And and it's and on top of that, to speak to what we were just talking about in the language of Kanye, because genius, like we're coming off of the week that episode or act three of his, like, you know, what was it, like four hour, three hour documentary that came out recently called Genius on Netflix, which is mm-hmm. incredible. In his own words, he he after he had had his accident, he talked about how he wanted to converge backpack with with maybe more mainstream or something like that. I guess backpack might mean like what? Like it's kind of like so just people who are just the, like the conscious rappers. Conscious the conscious rappers. rappers. So you look at that time, it was like the most deaf, the quality. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the real conscious rappers versus like the mainstream at that point was like the gangster rap, the hood rap, you know, yeah. 50 Cent was the, the the guys around Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Like these were the, the powerhouses. So it's street rap, okay, drug rap, you know what I mean? Gangster rap. And you legitimately see him walking around with a backpack on stage and stuff like that. So like yeah. he like he made it a part of his like physical persona. And that's something I never really because I'm not I didn't grow up with music like that. So like mm-hmm. I don't really see a transition. All I know is the fact that J. Cole is like one of the greatest rappers of all time. Like right, 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 I, right. I don't take for granted. Like I take for granted the fact that that probably wouldn't have been the case before the fact before a Kanye or something like that. Because yeah, like because yeah, yeah. like he, you know, I consider J. Cole a storyteller. I consider Kendrick a storyteller. So like for some reason, like it doesn't, it's, it's interesting that somebody had to like fight to kind of converge the two worlds. Yeah. Maybe it's, beforehand. And like, maybe he was, he would be able to get through, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cause you had guys who were like able to get through, but like when you talk about those mainstream levels, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and the things that they do, like I said at that time, and you know, it always changes, but at that time it was gangster rap, street rap, drug dealer. Like that's, all the, the the top guys, that's what they was talking about. That's mm. what they was doing. You doing that or, you know, you might have been like a Ja Rule, you know what I'm saying? Who, even Ja Rule was like, like a lot of his street records were like that. And then he had, you know, the big R&B collab records and stuff like that. Like that. the the chick Kanye was written was not getting you, you wasn't doing Madison Square Garden doing that. Like, Man. And you see that in a documentary, like the guys who was on, um, damn, I can't even think of the label. Uh, it was most uh, definitely quietly were on, um, shit. Rockstar? 
I mean, that's who that was they who they were, but the label that they were on. Oh, okay. I, don't know. Um, I can't think of the label, but you look, most Dev and Kwali were on that label, but they weren't who Jay Z was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like you seen that at the concert. You seen yeah. the, the concert, Kanye went and performed with, with Kwali, and you seen that. And then yeah. you see him get signed to the Rockefeller, and they're yeah. at Madison Square Garden. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. so, like, that, that, that matters. And even like that matters for Kanye. who Kanye was affiliated with matters. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't think people put enough credence on that. Like yeah. Kanye is Kanye. Kanye would not have been Kanye if it wasn't Rockefeller specifically that he was signed to. Interesting. Like the cosign matters. You look at, we, we talk about, we talk about Drake, Drake, Kendrick and Cole, probably like the top three, whatever. Right. Jay-Z, Jay-Z Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre and Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne. Like, and not, prime Lil Wayne. Like, not, yeah. I had not thought about that. Like that, that stuff matters. Like that's interesting. The cosign matters. That's that's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, your talent, all that shit matters as well. But it's that's the mix. Like I had the most talent, and I got cosigned by the hottest motherfucker in the game. Like he uh, and and there was there was a scene in the in the movie, like the audacity of a producer to try to like you know go up to Jay Z of all people because it doesn't register to me who Jay Z is mm-hmm. as much as it does for others. Uh, but like. You know, he says closed mouths don't get fed whenever he was walking out of the studio. Yeah. And the and there's something slightly I wanna say like autistic about Kanye in that like you could have like a eight hour session with that dude. Yeah. And you can see most Def putting on his backpack, he's about to walk out and he's like, Hold on, hold on, let me wrap this. Like he he it just doesn't register. Maybe it does register to him that he yeah. might be a little annoying yeah. or like he's making people uncomfortable. But I wonder if it registers at all. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. and like the fact that he thinks he could just like go up to a Jay-Z and just like 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 I like if I saw Landry Shamit or something like that, or like some NBA player at the Y working on something, and I'm like, hey, let's let's Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You got time. Let me let me see what I can like. Let me see what fuck? I can do. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm gonna let him do his thing because I think he's busy and he's like doing his thing. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? So like Yeah, it takes a level of like audacity to do that. Yeah. But I mean, like when you're when you're trying to be that you kind of got to be that guy. You know what I mean? You you have yeah. to have a, a certain sense of like belief or a certain audacity to go out uh, and say something. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's just kind of the nature of it. Like yeah. you, you have to be like, like Jay-Z, closed mouths don't get fed. Like yeah, you got to yeah. come over here and like make enough noise to get yourself going. But don't get it twisted. Kanye was extremely talented. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's a reason why it worked for him. Like yeah. a lot of you motherfuckers be trying to do that shit. You have the audacity, but you don't have the skill. You're not that good. And it's, and it's, um, uh, it never, cause I don't know Kanye's story like that. I knew about through the wire, but I didn't really know about through the wire. Mm-hmm. And it never, now we're just randomly musing on this, on this yeah. documentary, but like, it's, it's an incredible doc. Uh, it's really good. Uh, it never registered to me how much his near death experience affected him. And there's actually a picture, and I'm not 100% about this. I probably need to do research. I'll put it in the show notes at the end. But I think Elon Musk as well. There's a picture of Elon and Kanye somewhere. Like, it's just the most random picture in the world. It's just Kanye and Elon. It's like, what? Like it's just two superstar egos just enjoying each other. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think they both had near-death experiences growing up. Yeah. Like, near near-death. And they're the ones who are the most, like, irreverent people on earth. People who just do not understand or respect moments people uh, authority or anything like that yeah and it's i wonder how i wonder if that's like a necessary component there's a lot of elements to kanye there's there's the fact that he was a producer so he had a way to feed himself as soon as he was making music just in case he could really make any type of music he wanted because he had a fallback for sure and that that gave him something to get in the room 
Exactly. It gave him access. It gave him a, yes. It gave him, it gave him some sort of like high, high floor. So if he, you know, if he falls, he's not hitting rock bottom because he, he no. can easily just make beats. So like he had that. Yeah. I, I did make the blueprint. That's the thing. Like when we're watching this doc, Kanye was like on, he just wasn't on as a rapper yet. Yeah. Kanye is the hottest producer in the game when we're watching this doc though. Unbelievable. He had that. But then the near death experience is something that it never crossed my mind that like, that's why you get up on stage and talk to Taylor Swift the way you do. Cause you like every day after that just feels like, you know, I'm getting a second chance, whatever, like nothing matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to exactly word it, but like, I just thought that it was super interesting how much he talked about that and how that may be like, just contemplating life and like mm-hmm. that kind of like been thinking, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if that's like something you could put in a pill and give people. And all of a sudden they have an appreciation for life where they just don't waste a minute and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I think about that. A lot. So, um, I think like having, like you said, that audacity is a big thing, but I think he was just like, if you look at the doc, like his mom just raised him to be extremely confident. Mm. Like that was the biggest thing I saw. Like, I looked at that doc and I was like, Kanye is the same person he's always been. Yeah. Like the guy we see today, that's the same guy that we were seeing then. Um, there was nothing different. And I'm looking at like his mom just instilled that in him. Like yeah. you, you should be confident and truly believe in yourself. And da da da. Like yeah. she was just putting that into him so much that like he built up that confidence. Like I don't think through the wires what made him say what he said to Taylor Swift. I think he's just an arrogant motherfucker and said what he said to Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? I, like I, I think can understand that. Through the wire just gave through the wire gave him a story. And like <laughs> that's what you always need. Every art you need a story. Okay. Through the wire gave him a story because you see that and it's just like, damn, he almost died. And then he's on this through the fire beating it sounds crazy. Through the wire. Oh, what a crazy concept and approach and like he's naturally a storyteller so he's good at he's good at making he's good at like you know finding a way to line up a story like he's just good at storytelling he's just just good at like finding meaning in moments and like yes it's not just it's not just that like it's not just that like he was raised to understand that his urges are actually bad for him and his people Yeah, yeah yeah but he understands what that double consciousness means. Like he'll talk about the fact that like, you know what, that there's that Spike Lee line or something like that. What if I told him I got this gold from Mali or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Like he knows that his urges are bad. Like it's not just that he understands that that could be something that he could communicate. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. now it's not just a struggle. It's a struggle that can kind of help people understand or help people kind of make that decision a little bit better. Same, same way with J. Cole. So like, yeah. so like clearly the, through the wire, he was able to kind of find meaning out of that, like yes. and turn it into a story. But yes, I, yes. I legitimately like him and Elon, the reason I brought up Elon is because Elon is one of those guys too, who just, like legitimately like the dude is honestly his biggest enemy like it's kind of like yeah. Kanye and it's kind of yeah. like you know I wonder if that like near that experience all of a sudden just makes it feel like all hand, all hands is like you know the all hands are off all bars or whatever it is but like yeah, it's I just know, the, like no holes bars no holes like bars like it's just like there's no hesitation I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say and like the nothing is guaranteed and that like it's impossible not to understand that because you know like I think I think if I was I could be wrong but I think pneumonia might have almost killed Elon and I, and I think the car crash almost might have killed Kanye. Yeah. I, I think that might have been pivotal, but like like you said, it he was, was a, he was an arrogant person to, to begin with. And that's that's kind of my thing. Like I do think those like pivotal things like changed a lot for them, or yeah. and maybe it, it did. I don't, but I I still just think they were probably arrogant, confident people, cocky people yeah. prior to. You know what I'm saying? This just yeah. maybe maybe this gave him the extra push. Yeah, maybe maybe like it's it's. Uh, I, feel, I still feel like we would know who Kanye is, but I don't think Kanye is Kanye. And I don't think Elon is Elon. Without that stuff. Without without that specifically. Yeah. But like, 
I think you're right. Be, I could be. It's like the I, perfect. I con- right. It's the perfect confluence of like timing, who you're connected with, yeah. near death experience, weird obsession, like an uh, like an obsession. Yeah. Like I bet you that dude works harder than almost anybody, and and then you get like you know one of the titans of of the art, not For just sure. like not just like the genre, but the art. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, what were your what were your like thoughts of of first of all, what was your thought or conception of Kanye before the doc and what did you think of the doc um because you, you you squeezed that in earlier i think we so i thought the doc was great but my conception of like who i thought kanye was um was just confirmed really with the doc mm. you know what i'm saying like it was just like for me kanye is a musical genius but i always feel like people use genius as an all-encompassing term and it's just because you're a musical genius doesn't mean you're just a genius like that's the problem like People say Kanye is a genius. Yes, he's a, a musical genius. And if you want to go into like a fashion genius or like stuff like that, like, okay, but like he's not a political genius. He's not a financial genius. He's not a technological genius. Like genius is specific to whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, like Elon Musk, he's a, what, a technological genius. Mm-hmm. He's not a musical genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I doubt there's anything mm-hmm. Elon can make musically that's I'm be like, oh, you know what I mean? So, I just don't think genius is an all-encompassing term. Yeah. And, and it's, so, it's, um, uh, and what do you, you worry like the way people view him or the way he views himself? You think that he, probably maybe some of both. Okay. I mean, like, obviously when Kanye like views myself as a genius, you say that. And then you just think that I can just do whatever I can run for president. Cause I'm a genius. No, you're a musical genius. You don't need to be the president. And it's, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, uh, he, I think, when you overcome so many obstacles and are proven right time and time again, yeah, that you just treat every obstacle as resistance. It's not yes, like, yes. it's not like a lesson. It's not like, so like he honestly, like there's, there's a super shameful and I've always gotten a bad vibe from this, like fuck boy, but Charlemagne, the guy, <laughs> something about that dude. I don't know his full story. I don't know. He he probably does a lot of good in the world, but something about that dude just rubs me the wrong way. And I haven't yeah. really dug in too much. It's just the vague things you, I honestly don't even know why I know his fucking name. <laughs> Charlamagne the overcompensating, but he, uh, he's being confronted with the notion that Kanye wants to do going to fashion and Charlamagne like cuts him off. I don't care about your fashion. I don't care about whatever. He's got this stick of like, you know, he's going to say exactly what he wants to these artists and stuff like that. But it's not, Mm-hmm. it's not endearing like Zach Galifianakis in between the two ferns. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing about in between the two ferns. You treat superstars like they're normal people. Actually, you treat them like they're below you, but that's endearing in a way. The way Charlemagne does it is like super fucking disrespectful. And it's like, this dude is telling you about his dream and you just absolutely shitting on him right in front of him. Yeah. But like, I don't think that's the same as telling him like, Kanye, I don't think you should be president. <laughs> like that's not the same thing. So like you, we, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes it's not just the resistance to like maybe something you want and people doubting you. Sometimes it's people telling you like, it's not finding your light. There's a right balance there, right? Like yeah, I don't yeah. want to, I don't like, I don't like this Charlemagne part of the spectrum mm-hmm. where you are just projecting your own shortcomings on this dude. This dude is trying to pivot his career in, in a really interesting direct direction. Mm-hmm. And you just absolutely being an asshole about it. But at the same time, I kind of do believe, and I think everybody should believe that, like, kind of, you, sh- you should not be running for president. Yeah. So, so here's here's my thing. Like, because here's the thing, 
I don't I don't mind the Charlemagne approach because Charlemagne like he, he he's gonna say what he thinks the same way Kanye is gonna say what he thinks. So don't get mad when I'm giving you the same type of shit that you give. Yeah. Like if I'm just gonna say what I think, because his whole thing was Kanye, we care about your music. Mm-hmm. We're not worried about your fashion. If Kanye comes along and proves, and it is Ye's approach. He fuck it. Cause what does he do? He yelling at everybody. He's going crazy. It's way. He wilding the fuck out. That is, th- th- there's something to be said about that. And actually. so it's just yeah, like, fam, not- we ain't worried about, we just want to hear what the music going to sound like. And at the time, some people felt like, fam, your music is waning. Interesting. This is after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. This is before Pablo. Niggas was like, fam, this music ain't really hitting. You keep going on about how you in debt and you in fashion. And bro, we don't care about none of that. See, which a lot of people didn't care. Like, I wasn't trying to hear about you're in debt, Kanye. It's it's uh, me personally. I'm not trying to hear about you're in debt because you you're a millionaire, dog. Come on, don't don't come talk to me about debt. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. from a, from a fans. I mean, it's it's from an audience point of view, it's completely different than Charlamagne. But go ahead, I'm a, I'm gonna let you. Oh, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm like, it's, we ain't trying to hear that. We're trying to hear the music, yeah. And now, of course, he goes along and proves Charlamagne wrong. Like, no, I, I can do this fashion. Um, I can get into this this fashion thing too. And it, and it's 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 just something. I mean, honestly, like people just try to find the video. Like it's it's just maybe in the moment, I'm not sure if it would raise red flags or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like if Kanye's ever been and and I'm I've done a complete not complete 180 because once you dye your hair blonde and you take pictures smiling with Trump, you're dead to me. So <laughs> don't get it twisted. I am separating the art from the artist. I just feel like I've got like maybe a little bit more empathy for him after this doc. Um, Cause That's interesting. I love, I, for some reason, I just love being able to see the kid that you used to be. And if I can't see the kid you used to be, for some reason, it just, mm. it just fucks me up. Like, you know, I've been 30 since I was 15. So like, I, you know, <laughs> it might be hard to see the kid I used to be, but like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've always just been an old stiff motherfucker, but um like it's something about like seeing his mom, his mom rap an old song to him, and yeah, you could yeah. kind of see that like you know usually he loves the camera, but at that moment he's kind of like looking down, he's like ah should we doing this? And then he gets into it a little bit, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. and he's trying to remember the words, and I'm like that's something about like ah there we go, I see the I see the twelve year old, I see the twelve year old, and uh, but like um uh, what was I saying before all this? Um, you're talking about the him and Charlemagne approach and yeah, dreams yeah, yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like if anything, he's ever been consistent about. Is is just the kind of maybe barriers other people put on you mm-hmm. can kind of like manifest in your own head and you can kind of stop yourself. Like people yeah. are gonna try to like there's something about that that feels kind of super like, you know, uh, you know, maybe you might be trying to build up your own mythology a little bit, but like mm-hmm. it's part of it is true. Like sometimes you you can kind of really limit yourself. And he's adamant about that, that he's like, he's going to be his biggest advocate and you should be yes. the biggest advocate. Yes. And yes, know, he's definitely like that. And I agree with that. Like you have to, other people's thoughts can get into you and deter you from what you're trying to do. And it's like, and that's Char- real. Charlamagne just shitting on him right then and there. But like, 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 you know, it's, it's just, you proved him wrong. You proved everybody wrong. You proved Dame Dash wrong. You proved like all, you know, I can't imagine how many yeah. times his mom told him like, you know, I can't believe you dropping out of college. Like, even yeah. his mom probably was trying to like kind of get him to like at least finish school. But like, yeah. she proved everybody I don't know. wrong. She might have believed the the way she was rapping his songs better than he was. Yeah. She yeah. she really believed in him. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's what I see. Also, yeah. man, people people talk. People looked at that doc and they talk about the the situation in twenty twenty hindsight. I can completely understand Rockefeller not knowing what to do with Kanye West. <laughs> like, let's stop, guys. Let's let's <laughs> let's put it in perspective for real. Like y'all act like fam, we are a fucking street label. It's not like we're not succeeding. We've got Jay Z, we got Beanie Siegel, like we got Cameron. Like 
we're street, we're a fucking street gangster label. Like I can understand them not necessarily knowing what to do with Kanye West and needing somebody to do something. Kanye said, you know, let me prove to you like that, that it's, it's good to put something behind me. Like I can completely understand them niggas not knowing what to do. I can completely understand a nigga walking into your place of work and playing you records and you kind of being like, like niggas is just like, oh, he played them all falls down and they didn't react. It's like, fam, like, what was they supposed to do? Sign them? Yeah. Like, what did y'all want them to do? Like, realistically, y'all. That's interesting. Like, let's, let's keep it funky. Like, from, from the other point of view. From like, the other point of view, this is not Kanye West coming out. This is an artist that y'all might not know. Y'all, he's just a producer. Yeah. You don't, yeah. y'all thinking of current Kanye West in that, in the context yeah. of that moment, guys. This yeah. is not who this was. Yeah. Like, he busting in here with film cameras in 2002. Fam, people wasn't getting followed by film cameras. We didn't have cell phones with film cameras like in 2000. Like that wasn't a thing. So like when you, what do you mean about that specifically? Like you, you mean like like he's being followed around with a dude with a handicap through uh-huh. the Rockefeller offices. Uh-huh. That was not a thing then. People just filming you. Yeah. Like just being filmed was not a thing. Yeah. We weren't being filmed by. So I'm saying you looking at. Uh, uh, I can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, she's just in there getting filmed while he's playing his record. Like, yeah, nigga, that's abrasive. Yeah, like, fam, I this, see what you're saying. Yeah, that, she's probably never been filmed in her true. life. You know what this I mean? Is a lot. This like, is somebody busting your office at your job and just start filming. That's you. what I mean about him being like socially, like you know, there's something he's just not in in a way that like possibly like ended up being able to create the person that he is right now. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's just not a hundred percent in tune with maybe how the people immediately around him feel like, of course, so like, of course. So I mean like, like, but it's, it's the same, like your greatest strength is always your greatest weakness. Yeah, like yeah. the thing that got him there was that, which is great. But like, yeah. we see it deter him all the time. Cause he, he, he's doing shit off the cuff without thinking about it. And you gotta, you gotta register, you gotta register that kind of stuff. Like, how do I put this being like, so like I call it subjectivity, subject to object, maybe. They're complete psychotic narcissists who don't even understand that there are other feeling minds mm-hmm. around you. And that, that that's just viewing everybody as objects. And then there's people who like just every other person is needs to be protected and not affronted and not offended. And you can't even yeah. like everybody's like God almost. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. So like that both extremes are bad. He's he's it seems like the people immediately around him, he's like towards the object side. He can just, you know push buttons and like jump into a room and play music and just like, you know, he's not really worried about making people uncomfortable. Me personally, I see it in myself, how like I respect the subjectivity of people. Maybe it's a nice trait. I'm not saying it's a bad trait, but in accomplishing a goal of trying to get to a state, like get to a place, create a certain level of work and all that kind of stuff. It might benefit you to like, when I'm like, when we're making music videos and somebody asks me a question, something like that, I got to be able to just give an answer no matter how disrespectful it sounds. Yeah. Just give them the fucking thing. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm over here. I'm like, instead of just saying no, because I think that's disrespectful. And I was like raised in Missouri. So like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm way too nice. Trying to get the explanation. Then. I just need to look at motherfuckers and be like, no, we don't need that. And yeah. I'm over here like, actually, we don't need that because this, this, he's looking at me like, bro, just give me He's the fucking answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Kanye's on the object side and mm-hmm. I wonder, you know, it's, it's Kanye much. is a, I, once I have a goal and things set, I will scorch earth to get there. Yeah, and like, absolutely. if you're in my way, like, and like, I may be doing this for y'all or, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. trying to inspire y'all, whatever. But like, if you're in my way, mm-hmm. you're just in my way and I just got to scorch earth to do it. And it's, like, it's that gets that, you there. That dragon energy he talks about with Trump. <laughs> you <laughs> know? Fucking dragon and that's, energy. But that's, that's, he said that he's like, that's what he relates to. And I'm like, ah, I can understand that. It's fucking terrible. But I need you to have some, con- just because they have dragon energy, if, 
they don't know anything about what they're talking about. It that's, shouldn't matter. And that's the problem. Like, I can like your energy, but recognize, like, you didn't put in the work or you're not good at your craft or any of that. Like, you have all that energy you want. But if you're not knowledgeable about said things, you're a detriment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. He, he likes, I like Trump's energy, but you're like, that's cool. But fam, he about to get shit fucked up out here yeah. because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, that's only if you take his words at face value. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a lot more sinister than that. I think he actually vibes with a lot of the content that Trump talks about too. I think that think might so? be, yeah, I don't think it's just an energy thing. I think, I think he's just, he's just trying to, he was just trying to, in a way, kind of like, you know, give it a little lyricism or something like that. I think you give him like too much credit. Metaphor. I, I don't think Kanye knows anything about, I think Kanye is so out of touch that he doesn't know anything about what Trump has going on. He doesn't know anything about I, any of this stuff, dude. I, okay. All right. All right. I could I'm, be I'm telling wrong. you, listen. I could be wrong. Like he's over here listening to, he, you know, he's over here listening to. Tucker Carlson in the car and stuff like that. But that that right think, stuff like that tells me he doesn't have good. He didn't even know who Tucker Carlson was. Who is this guy? He he like that. He's so I'm telling. you. I know you, he dude. might be out of touch. I know he might be out of touch. But like, okay, I could be I could be wrong. I'm, 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 I'm you, putting man. my tinfoil hat on right now. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to me. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on. But back to but back to what you were back to the point uh, earlier. Like it reminds me of like the punked episode when he was getting punked and they were trying to shut down his music video. Yeah, and he took the he film, took the film and, and, and took off running. running. Yeah. he doesn't know this shit's fake. Like that's like the most. How many motherfuckers, me included, where I'm just looking around at my producers and I'm like, are we shut down? What the yeah, fuck are we yeah, yeah, yeah. That motherfucker took the film and ran. Like you're not going to stop the vision. And it's just like, you see it right there. Like, it's yeah. just like, it, it's, it's, you know, I always say, and it's, I always think about Trump when I say this, you, you can make any amount of money you want in the world if you don't give a fuck how you treat people. And it kind of sure. has something to do with the subject object thing. If you could kind of like, you know, view the world and people as, as just like, you know, like if you view it as a game and these are pieces and they need to be mm-hmm. here, here, here for me to be able to do this, 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 you'll be able to accomplish like great things. And I, and I just need to, you know, maybe be a little bit more comfortable being, this it, isn't like, and I don't want to make it seem like this is hundred percent the truth. You, I'm, I'm sure the Tony Dungeons of the world are out there and that's a thing. Like you could still respect other people and do it in a very dignified way and still accomplish great things. For sure. But I just feel like there might be this trade off, but maybe I could be wrong. I could Listen, be wrong. You can definitely achieve those same things and not compromise yourself. Mm. It's just recognize. Like, I think a lot of people don't be aware of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can say that, like, I don't have to be an asshole to say this. I can present this in a way that's not an asshole, but still, like you said, I can, I can say no to this person and maybe I'll explain to them later. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I just say, nah, that's not where we want to go with the idea right now. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas you might just say like, nah, that's not what we need. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? How I present this, yeah. I can present this in a way that's not abrasive to you and then I can break it down to you at a later time. Like, yeah. this is why we not right here. So then now you understand and you don't feel like, oh, I've disrespected her. You shitted on me or whatever, whatever the case may be. And understand you're not going to please everybody. There's some people who don't have a way you present it to them. They're just going to be upset because you didn't roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you don't, I don't think you have to check because we know, we know people who are as big as Kanye and don't necessarily have that track record. You know what I'm saying? Of mm. scorching the earth or being just yeah. a, a fucked up motherfucker. Like, yeah. or, you know, being this asshole. Like we know people who've reached those same heights and don't necessarily have that. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think, I want to be clear. I don't think that's necessarily like Kanye, but like yeah, yeah. that's 1000% Trump. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's just left a trail of just dead contractors, employees, yeah. business relationships, For sure. family, not family relationships, but just relationships in general. But like, and, um, uh, and I think you might be, I think, I think, 
I think you're right. The more I say it out loud, the more I start to even question that. But like, it's just something that's been bouncing in my head. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Like, it's you know, you you see guys who like reach certain levels, and you're kind of like, damn, do you have to? Is this the only way to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's really interesting that like, in hindsight, people really value being a part of something like really, you know, successful is like you know, successful or like prestigious or just like really good so yeah, like the yeah, memory yeah. of it is kind of colored by like what the what the end result is so like honestly like i honestly think people who feel who are like you know feel like they had a really enjoyable experience going through a thing but the thing the output was fucking shit yeah <laughs> they would have a negative view of the fucking thing so like it's actually really interesting to see like what we like how we understand experiences and all that kind of stuff like yeah. honestly sometimes you know it might be a results-oriented world but like what uh it's it's I, i'm always the people I really, really respect and enjoy, the people I'm enamored with, because I'm always in the past or in the future in my head and all that kind of stuff, is the people who can, in the moment at all times, understand what is probably the most important thing. And like, yeah. you know, like, I, like I'll i be on set, like just trying to figure out something. And then like this dude that I'll be working with all of a sudden grabs a blanket for the actress because he can tell that she's she's cold. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, see, of course, that's the number, that's the fucking important thing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like just understand like, you know, this this scene matters more than anything and we know why it matters more than anything we got to make everybody uncomfortable or understand when you have to make people uncomfortable and like maybe it's a moment to moment thing and um people can under, as long as long as people can understand what it is you're going for they they can give you some leeway but like yeah. you know if you're just hell bent on making the good thing or you're just hell bent on making sure that people understand you're a good person then you're probably fucking up but it's just like moment to moment just navigating it and i don't know if this is useful music wise or like whenever you're trying to set up like you know, live events and all that kind of stuff. I mean, for sure, like being aware and like a lot of that shit is just like experience, right? Just doing shit so much that you like realize like you become privy to whatever said thing. Cause like I said, like, you know, you can get, I can go do a show and just be thinking about specifically one thing and not recognize like I need to get this from something else, you know, like I'm just all about the sound and don't know, like we don't even have the right keyboards or cables, you know what I'm saying? Or, something's going on with my key player, my drummer, you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be. So like there's, it's just how to be aware. And like you say, how to like be omnipresent. How can I be in the past, the future and right now? Yeah. Like all simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. It's not, uh, not, not very good, but yeah, I feel like I'm, 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 you know, I'm doing good. We're making dope stuff. I, we just got done. Yeah. Not so long ago, putting together. Been making dope stuff consistently. A music video that like, I think is kind of, kind of fun. And I feel like we had a very good time. Fun. And it was, go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm saying this because I do this a lot. So I'm saying it to you too. We can't even like use words like kind of like, no, this shit was dope. Yeah. And we just got to outright say it like for real. Cause I, I've, I've had to like stop myself and be like, you know, maybe it's this or it's kind of cool. Like, nah, bro. Like that shit was fun. And this shit is dope. Like, I feel like you have to say shit with conviction. Like you have to speak in absolutes. Like we can't, because people, people like recognize that. Yeah. Like the, like you say, you talk about a Kanye or any of these people, when you speak in absolutes. Nah, yeah. Like it kind of sets the standard, right? Yeah. And even if they don't even fuck with her, don't think it was fun or whatever, we just set the standard. Like you almost, you almost like talk it to existence. Like yeah. if I tell you this is fun, you're going to think it's fun because I've already told you that it's going to be fun. Yeah. And that doesn't work with everybody, but you almost have to like, you have to speak in absolutes. It can't like be a, a iffy thing because then it's like left to interpretation. And I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm with you. I'm the same way. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, this is 
this is something I I want to say this is something I have to work on, but this is something I have to be convinced of. If I'm gonna be completely honest, yeah, because I'm not convinced, but mm, yeah. but uh, uh, I understand for sure. And and honestly, there's no harm. I don't know what it is I'm trying to protect when I do that kind of yeah. stuff. Maybe I'm just you know I don't know. But uh, um, it's almost like you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself with the project or whatever. It could be like it, it's. I mean, that's me personally. It's 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 and on top of that, like it's. I'm, you know, I'm trying to remain humble. A lot of it is, a lot of it is marketing. So like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, uh, not marketing, but just like, it, it's going to take the the more doper stuff and bigger stuff that we do. We're going to have to rope in more people. And if I don't fucking sound like I believe in this shit, how the fuck am I going to get you to fucking sound like you yeah. believe this shit? So like, that's a big thing with it too. It's not just talking to the audience. It's talking to people that you're going to collaborate with. And clearly there's some reservation in me where like, I'm just like, you know, I don't like bothering people. So like, I just, I like volunteers, not hostages. So like, I just like, are you here? Cause you want to be here? Cause if not, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. feel like I'm captivating you. So like, yeah. it's, it's like it's you can just go home if you want. I'm just saying like, for real, just like, I don't know what it is, but I, that's going to have to either change or I'm going to have to uh, come up with like a film critiquing YouTube channel and just do it from the scenes, do it yeah. from the fucking sidelines. So like, it's, uh, it's something, it's something people like, Larry David and other people who do great things, but it seems like they're still like curmudgeons, like the Grinch, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just critiquing themselves and never fully believed in themselves or their work and thought their work was like never good enough and all that kind of stuff. They give me hope. Yeah, (laughs) Like those guys give me hope. Maybe it still might be possible. And uh, maybe there's not like one way to kind of like put your name or put your flag on the storytelling mountain and be like, Hey, I was here. And I'm one of I'm one of them, because I think that's like you know of course it's a lot of, it's a lot of ego it's a lot of ego it's not just like me wanting to give it's part of it is like a uh, a fear of death, but um, yeah. but legacy is all we leave behind, man. Yeah, it's it's um uh, uh but yeah and but but to circle back like you know um uh I I think that project that we just did the music video the what you started video was the first time that i went into a project thinking like i just want to make sure everybody have fun and i have fun mm-hmm. and it'll come through it'll come through and i think it does come through so like it's yep. it's uh i've never been like this at peace with the with the project that's uh, good to hear for a while so like yeah for sure and um, that's good to hear and it did everybody have fun like when i exactly. talked to the people about it they yeah. say that you know, I've let people view. Obviously, there'll be some people who don't like it, but fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, dead ass, bro. Whatever. I, like, it's, it is what it is. I don't know. We as people are weird about, like, negativity, man. Yeah, it's it's Tyron Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Fucker, Like, we'll get praised by 80,000 people. He'll, like, you know, uh, Super Bowl ring, millions of dollars. But, like, that dude's out here replying to, like, he's subtweeting other tweeters who are talking about, like, come on. It's just yeah. how we're wired. We're just, yes. like I said earlier, like, you could have mass appeal or you could have just the respect from the artist yep. but you know all of a sudden you're only honed in on what you're, you might be perceived to be lacking or lacking yeah but um yep we just don't focus on like the negativities instead of just being like damn you don't see these five million people that are fucking cheering for me yeah. that bought my jersey that did all this and now uh, they got this one joe blow this one fucking Fuck it's just like what do you stop? What do you stop? Yeah, like stop her, space stop, heater thirty five on the internet. We don't even don't even have tweets. Don't even have pictures. Like dude, ah, it's, like right. these dudes are doing it on purpose. They're doing it just because they know you're gonna talk to. Them. Like, all right, come on, dog. Um, all right. So, 
Um, I can't promise when this is going to come out. I, if this was something that I knew was going to come out within the next two or three weeks, I would ask you what you got coming out just so you could tell people. So, like, I guess uh, just as a funny little thing, because who knows if it'll happen. Like, what? Um, this isn't going to be the last question, but, like, Chiefs free agency is about to kick off. Yep. Just give me one real quick dream free agent signing that you want to see in the next 48 hours. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> I like that answer. I like that answer. We do not condone abuse in of any way. Not. I mean, obviously. We don't, but we condone second chances and we condone uh, yards after contact. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, a, he's, a, yes. he's an incredible, he's an incredible running back and um, he's, He's shown, honestly, I think in the past couple of years that he's, you know, uh, interested in doing things on the field and off the field in the right way. So, like, let's get that motherfucker back on the 27 on the field. That's all I'm saying, dog. God damn. Oh my Give me Kareem God. Hunt back, dog. He was doing that. He was doing that with, with uh, you know, I don't even know who the guards were. Like, you know, Jeff Allen and, and, yeah. and that Aaron was the, Fisher. That was the peak of our offense, dog. And look at, I mean, look at the offensive line we got now. I can't even imagine what Kareem would be doing behind Creed and, and to uh, me, like Jesus, and that's what Christos. I'm saying. Like, oh my God, you give them those guys, you open that shit back up. Like, give me, a, give me a real running back. I'm tired <sighs> of these, these gadget, but give me a real running back, dude. Oh my God, the f- yeah, the fact that Daryl Williams isn't on the team anymore gives me hope that we are absolutely going to be uh, making an addition to Clyde. The- ain't it, bro? I'm sorry, guys. He, he is, he is absolutely Clyde. Ain't it? He's absolutely not. And I, there's no shade towards Clyde or anything, but like. It's just not working for what we need to do. Absolutely not. We, Absolutely not. Kareem Hunt was a prototype. We Oof. once we saw what he was doing, we should have been trying to find another Absolutely. back who was just like that. Absolutely. And Absolutely. we didn't. And we get the opportunity to get him back, and that's what we should do. Unless Absolutely. we find another back who is just like that. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's uh, yes. I'm, I put money on absolutely a third, fourth, fifth rounder is definitely going to be a running back, and it's going to be glorious. But um, yeah, okay. Um, but yes, if that was my just number one free agent sign, sign for sure. Um, uh, and I guess I don't know why I've got this thing for like Jarvis Landry, but like I just really want, I just really want like a physical, like um, contested. Contested catch and just like reliable, not a contested catch, but just like a reliable hands guy. It's almost that's Travis. So I don't even know why I'm really like interested in that because Travis is that like he's he's gonna be that like you know five to five to whatever eight yard guy who's just gonna be able to sit in zones and all that kind of stuff. But who knows? Maybe we do need a Hooper like Allen Robinson or something like that. Somebody big who can get those contested catches, back shoulder guy. But my something about Jarvis just makes me think he would be great for us. But so. First of all, this was supposed to be quick, but this is what oh, happens. It can't, this, this is what, no, 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 no. Go ahead. This is what happens when we I, really got, I, man, I, I should like, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Anybody, anybody who's a real wide receiver will work over there. That's my number one thing. Anybody who is not though, like, yeah, listen, Nicole is cool. Nicole's not a real wide receiver. He is not. Byron Pringle's not a real wide receiver. I'm talking about them guys who are like route running, footwork, hands, like yeah, those real wide. Allen Robinson. Whether it's Juju, whether it's Jarvis Landry, it don't matter who. And you can put any OBJ. of those guys. If it was if OBJ fucking didn't tear his <laughs> knee, man, I, I really I, OBJ is who I would like to see. I yeah. doubt he would come here though because it's he got a lifestyle. He's a certain type of guy. Yeah, like he likes the LA lifestyle. That's he's a big city guy. It might be, but any real wide receiver, we're fine. Just give yeah. us a real wide receiver, dog. And uh, you know, I think it's I think it's going to be a free agent. 
guy and it's so going to be the draft. I think it's going to be boom, boom. So like, Oh, you think it's going to be both of those? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, that'll be good. So just do that and give me a fucking pass rush. (laughs) (laughs) He wants it. He wants it all. I'm starting to understand Veach's philosophy. You heard it here first. You didn't hear it here first. You probably heard it from (laughs) P-Sweeney. But like apparently free agency is just to make it so that you don't have to do something during the draft. Mm. You can just, because you know, who signs Austin Blythe and then drafts Creed Humphrey in the second round like Mm -hmm. that, like boom, like a center in free agency and a center in the draft. So like, I think you just make it so that you don't have any needs and then you can just draft whoever is the highest name on the board whenever the draft comes around. So, like, I think if we just get another body, if we get Melvin Ingram and then we just get a juice or something like that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, maybe your only need is a corner or something like that. But, like, yeah. really, you could go in any direction outside of cornerback, yeah. quarterback and, and and be happy with the pick because it's like it's the guy you think is the best player. Best player. Available. And it's not like we have no tight ends. We need a tight end. But Yeah, that uh, makes a lot of sense. I like that. But uh, that was that's the one thing that I peeped. And the other thing is, if you want to find out who the fuck Brett Veach is drafting, put a graph of the youngest players available in the draft, and that's who he's drafting. <laughs> I had no idea Nick Bolton just turned 22. Did he? Why is it? Like, it's, it's so weird. Patrick Jones, <clears throat> when he came into the league, he was super... I'm not talking, like, young for yes. drafting. I'm talking, like... like no, he's definitely just young. If you're drafted, you're young. But, like, young for a draftee, Clyde was only, like, 21, 22 or something yeah. like that. He loves super young isn't players. isn't the... They were talking about Jane, Joe Burrow, and Pat the same age? Yeah, see, which is crazy to me. Yeah. because yeah, he was... He came in maybe a year or two. Maybe they're, it was just a year. They're really close, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's... Yeah, just figure out who the youngest players in the draft are, and they are waiting for that. Whatever, like, weighted calculation algorithm they're doing, yeah. they love guys who are in 21, 22. Which, I mean, I get it. You know, you get young guys, you Absolutely. can develop, grow, like. Absolutely. Even, like, Ty, I don't know, for some reason, Tyron Matthew feels way older than he is. Yeah, he, he yeah, for, he's, I, I was shocked to see he was only 29. Like, no, he's younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> you know That's what I'm crazy. Like, it feels like he's just been here forever, and it's like, no, this dude is young, bro. Damn, he like, is still, younger than me. I did not even, that didn't register. Yeah, like this dude still got, uh, got some years left. Those dudes are forced to grow up so fucking fast. Oh, facts. It, it makes me throw up how much we fucking demand from these motherfuckers, man. Yeah, That's a whole other conversation. You're going to be back on for sure. We'll definitely uh, sit down that. and talk about a we whole bunch to. of other stuff for sure. And I'm, I, I'm sure there's a question I want to ask to cap it all off. But like, um, I guess, um, can you give us your thoughts? Your three favorite, I want to say, I want to say books. Do you want to do books or albums of all time? Oh, we could do an album. Okay. Give us your three favorite albums of all time. Royal Chief, a.k.a. Jamel Thompson, a.k.a. Crooked Creek Legend, and we're not going to explain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So... We're gonna go graduation. Bye. Kanye. Kanye graduation. Um, we're gonna go Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie. Ow. Oh, okay. And my last one. Hmm. This is always tough. I always hate like doing these things because I'm going through a million, a million, million different. A million different like albums and thought process. I'm gonna say, and this, this is just what I um, what I got on my mind right now, I guess. And I'm gonna say, Good Kid, Mad City, because that's on my head right now. But blueprint, 
No. Illmatic. Okay. No, I can't. The third is hard, but those two, like if you were like, oh, you can only have two albums to listen to the pretty rest of their life. Those are the two I would pick. Okay. For sure. The third one, like I said, I don't have to like think through this a lot. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're like albums I'll think of, but then I go back and look at a lot of the music that I really listen to. And it wouldn't be those albums. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit that I like listen sure. to often. And like, yeah. that's the thing. Reverence and like, you know, the amount of plays you have on your phone are two different things yeah. sometimes. It's yeah. like super weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but those two albums, like, if you, like I said, if you gave me like two albums, it would be those two albums. Okay. And let's get, let's get all three real quick back to back to back. What are they? Again? Uh, graduation, Kanye Graduation, Stevie Wonder Songs in the Key of Life, and then Kendrick Good Kid Massive. All right. Those are the three. And I, the, me personally, I love hearing. Um, somebody from a domain tell me what it is that they really respect. Like, what is an artist? Artist like somebody who makes the stuff. What do you, who, what do you respect? A chef, chef. So like, this actually matters to me. So like, uh, uh, it's good to know that I at least know two of the projects. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know Stevie's uh, Stevie's album. I probably know the songs, but I don't know his album. Songs in the Key Life. Yeah, I'm sure I know a lot of. Please the songs. go listen to that album. I will. I will for sure. Please go listen to that album. But uh, all right, I appreciate you, sir. Of course, and, man, I appreciate you, dog. Yeah, for sure. And um, uh, friend, it, it's only a matter of time till it's friend of the show. You'll be probably <laughs> the one I bring back all the time. Back, man. I know. <laughs> but uh, all right, yeah. Uh, stay safe and make sure this uh, next variant don't get you. And uh, yes, yes, big, big double boosted out here. You do the same. <laughs> the music and the theme song "Groovy" was provided by MC Color. And the links to said work will be provided in the description below. Dope, dope, dope. Super glad I got to do that. And uh, I'm going to keep enjoying these. Um, I do want to say his, his, he is on all social at The Royal Chief. Um, you definitely find him on Spotify. Um, latest single at the time of this uh me recording this uh, latest single is uh, feel good and uh the name is at so yeah go check them out and uh stay tuned on um what we are up to in the future for sure because we are gonna have some fucking fun <laughs>